Alberta, Canada. This is connecting your community, building community through unity. Through unity. Getting things done takes activism, and Blaine Higgin and Mallory Christiansen have come together to share firsthand community voices, bringing awareness to community issues, watching how other communities handle like problems, and sharing their successes. Connecting, connecting your community. Here are your hosts, Blaine Higgin and Mallory Christiansen. Welcome everyone to our seventh podcast and it is an absolute honor to be hosting an amazing little advocate here in the city of Lethbridge. But first off, I want to start by saying thank you to everyone who has subscribed to our podcast via iTunes, via Podbean, via Google Play, and also we have a YouTube channel. So I just want to thank all the followers who are tuning in to hear about local community issues that Lethbridge, Alberta is facing right now. So today we're going to be talking about some controversial issues with respect to needle debris in the community of Lethbridge. So Lyra, can you introduce yourself and tell the viewers a little bit about who you are? Um, I'm 24. I've lived here for 17 years. I have two children. Um, I have lots of friends here. I have a whole life here. I generally like Lethbridge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. And so you've lived in Lethbridge for 17 years? I have, yes. Nice. And in all my years of living here, I've never seen the things that I have the last two years. Okay, so things that you have seen over the last two years, do you wanna maybe just elaborate on that a little bit more? Um, well, my whole page started because I found a pile of needles in a park near my son's elementary school. And 17 years playing in parks, walking yeah. all over town, working at the bars downtown. I have never ever seen a needle here, yep. not once. Yep. And that was disturbing to me as a parent. And I posted it on Facebook, and things just kind of took off from there. I had tons of other people sending me in pictures. We pieced things together. We had theories on where they were coming from. And then it just took off. (laughs) So you talked about a page. Can Mm -hmm. you tell the followers and listeners today what your page is all about? What is it called? And why did you start this page? Um, I originally started the page just as a needle debris kind of thing. So everyone could post their pictures there. We could all talk in one spot, see what's happening all over. And then we kind of turned it into other things in the community as well, all the crime and everything yes. that's affecting everybody else. So now it's it's more like an information page of what's happening around the city in regards to the drug crisis. So have you found an increase? When you first started your page, did you find an increase of residents posting about needle debris throughout Lethbridge? Or was there one specific area that we saw more needle debris in? Um, children's parks and mm-hmm. children's schools seem to be a, a big favorite for whatever reason. Um, That people would find needles in? Yes, and downtown. Lots of people found them downtown. Um, There is a whole series of people who can't speak out about things that they've been through that they have told me their experiences. And it's awful to see what people are continuously going through. And we feel like there's no end and we're stuck. So can you speak a little bit also to why you started this page? I started the page just as a voice for everybody that can't speak out about the things that they want to. There's been lots of people pricked who can't speak out. There's been people who have been assaulted that can't speak out. People who have been threatened. People who have been fired. The list goes on. Yes. Yeah. So 
you're talking about all the different repercussions that have happened as a result of needle debris. We mm -hmm. have crime increase dramatically within the community of Lethbridge. So we, we know that your group has done a lot of different advocacy throughout the city of Lethbridge. So can you talk a little bit about what your group has achieved and what you guys and how you've brought community together through this epidemic of needle debris that we're facing in Lethbridge? I think my group and a few other groups, obviously, I think we really accomplished getting our voice out there nationally. We have people in our groups from all across Canada, yep. people who are fighting the exact same battle. And it's, it's kind of cool to see everybody come together as a community to try and solve this. And, um, I think it's important that we stay together as a community to try and fix this because we're not going to fix it any other way. Absolutely. So before we take a break, because we're going to be having a break soon, is I'm also wondering if you can share a little bit about the work that you guys have done with rallies within the city of Lethbridge, because I know you haven't just had one. Yeah. You've had a couple of different rallies oh, yeah. raising awareness. Can you speak to these rallies and what you have been a part of yeah. as a representative? Um, the very first rally we had, um, we had a whole behind the scenes crew. It wasn't just me. There was lots of people involved in that. So I need to give a thank you to those people as well. Um, our first rally was just to simply ask um, for needles to be kept at the safe injection site instead of being distributed. And we were more than willing to work with them to come up with some sort of community plan that was going to work for everybody. Work with who on a community plan? Work with the community's concerns and we still at the same time understand that addicts are going to use and yes. need a place to do that. Um, but we wanted to stay there. We don't necessarily need all of that out and overflowing Absolutely. into the community. Yep. Yep. But unfortunately, it seems any kind of suggestion we throw that way, it's just turned down and it's, it's difficult to work with them. So you talk about throwing suggestions to different particular people and groups. Like, is there a specific agency that you've tried to make suggestions to? Have you even tried, you know, connecting with municipal leadership, Mayor Spearman? What has your involvement been with respect to collaboration and attempted collaboration? Um, well, yeah, like I said, we've had lots of behind the scenes people. Um, we had the rally at Doug Hamilton's as well, because there's lots of businesses in the area that are suffering and it's not fair to them by any means. We have suggested to Arches and the mayor um, a numerous amount of um, options. We've asked for them to put um, identification on their needles so that we're able to track them. We've asked for them to color code them, make them bright and reflective so that they're not clear. Yes. Children can see, then they can avoid them. We have asked to keep them on site. We've asked for them to stop handing them out in like, party packs and one needle. Um, we've asked for a needle exchange. All suggestions are ignored and turned down. Um, I believe at one point we even during the, f I can't remember which rallies. Um, yeah, we've had quite a few rallies. In <laughs> <Lethbridge>, <laughs> no, it, it was the one to keep the needles on site. Um, yep. The director of Arches actually said no matter what the city decided that they would keep doing doing things the way that they want to keep doing. Okay. And now, do you think the way that the current situation stands where needles are allowed to continually leave the supervised consumption site, do you believe that that has caused more harm in the community of Lethbridge? Yes, absolutely. Okay. 
So we're going to take a break and we're going to get back to some of the different controversial issues that you've had to face throughout your advocacy for standing up for a safer community. So we're going to take a break right now and we're going to get back to that. This is Connecting Your Community with Blaine Higgin and Mallory Christiansen. We'll be right back after these messages. There's a new art shop in town. What? Watercolors, acrylics, pastels, brushes, oils, canvas, and paper. Oh, where? It's new. The art room at Smith's Audio on 13th Street North. For high performance sound. And super art supplies. At Smith's Audio on 13th Street North, we promise to only sell high-performance electronics. We promise to support mostly Canadian companies like Paradigm, Anthem, NAD, Bryston, and PSB. We keep promises. Smith's Audio, 13th Street North. Electronics simplified. So we're back. And again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Smith's Audio and The Art Room for being just outstanding to help us sponsor this podcast, but also to raise awareness for the amazing art room that they have. So... Lyra, before we went on the break, we talked a little bit about your page, the Needle Crisis page, which is found on Facebook. We talked a little bit about some suggestions that you have made and different advocates throughout the city as far as keeping needles at the supervised consumption site, suggestions to city council and also other organizations. So we know both you and I have stood up publicly and we know that we face a lot of controversy. Okay. So my question for you is to let people know what kind of controversy have you faced as a result of advocating for a safer community for children and controversy that you face for simply asking that needle stayed at the supervised consumption site? Yes, um, actually, our my number one, our very own mayor, he has uh, spread some rumors about me on Facebook that I have been planting needles. However, he has no evidence of that whatsoever and won't present any of it. Um, I think that's absolutely terrible to do to somebody just because you disagree with them on their stance about something. Um, I have never, ever admitted to planting needles. There's no evidence. And um, I think as a mayor to do that to one of your citizens, along with some of the other comments he's made towards his citizens, isn't very professional. Yeah. Yeah, there's been a lot of consequences that individuals have faced. And unfortunately, as a result of needle debris leaving the site, right? So we know that council had voted in different resolutions and motions brought forward. We've we've had a decrease in council. It's actually even standing to keep needles at the supervised consumption site. So what does that kind of tell you as an advocate who's coming forward when municipal leadership is coming after you publicly shaming you? How does that make you feel? Um, honestly, um, in regards, I don't know the rest of city council. Um, I know the mayor and Blaine, that's it. So I can't speak for them, but, um, the mayor, um, I'm not really sure why he takes such a stand with what's going on. And I feel he has a lot of citizens that are really upset with him right now. And I think he knows that. And I'm, I I don't know what goes through his head, honestly. Do you feel like our mayor has actually engaged and reached out to all citizens or would you say that maybe there's a specific group of people that he actually you know advocates more for because I know right like if if we had a new mayor I would believe that their duty would be to listen to all residents who are affected right and so my question is is do you feel that our current mayor Mayor Spearman is actually listening to all residents in the community of Lethbridge? No, I don't think he's listening to them at all. And um, actually, I've had 
lots of parents who have messaged him and he doesn't get back to them or there's been some of the parents of the children that have been pricked. He doesn't reach out to them. They've reached out to that, to him. A reply comes back way later. Yeah. It's, yeah. And we know we actually had just hosted Janessa Fife on our podcast. So the same thing for her was she reached out. And yeah, so Janessa reaches out saying, hey, my kid has just been pricked by a dirty uncapped needle in a park. Mm -hmm. And there was no response. Right. And so I think one of the things that we have to look at, obviously, we have an election coming up in 2021 is do we want actual leadership who's going to listen and engage with all residents of the city of Lethbridge? Mm -hmm. Because I think that's what we're missing right now in Lethbridge is that we need to have leadership that's actually going to care for the well-being of business owners, for constituents and most importantly, our children who are becoming victimized and becoming more vulnerable if we continue to allow needles to leave a supervised consumption site. So one of the things too is, you know, again, this is going to be a lot about needle debris is talk to me about what you think about the statistics being collected right now regarding needle debris. I mean, I, I can't really technically say my own opinion. I think that statistics are not accurate. I honestly, as far as handing out needles goes, I think Personally, I think they blew up their numbers to make it Who look like numbers. Th- I think Arches blew up their okay. needle debris numbers yep. so that later down the road, they could make it look like they were lessening the mm-hmm. amount going out. Okay. Because Arches had an average of 4,000 needles per month previous to the safe injection site opening. Okay. After that, it skyrocketed. And then within a few months of that, it was very minimal. So that's, that's just what I get out of it. Yeah. And I know there's um, a lot of other people questioning their statistics. Um, their their payrolls have been released. Um, there's some interesting interesting findings on there. <laughs> yep, yep. One of the things that we also heard residents talk about was, you know, obviously maybe unsafe practicing as far as picking up needle debris. But in any event, we have collaborated with a lot of business owners surrounding the supervised consumption site. And one thing we were quick to learn was that needles were being thrown away in garbage cans, right? We have seen multiple needles, even on the front line for what I do for work. And Realistically, some of the hotspots are the same amount of needles that are being left discarded, some still preloaded, and we don't even know where these statistics are going, right? Who is collecting the statistics of needle debris? Mm -hmm. Um, That's what we need to know. I went and picked up a needle because a lady messaged my page that she had called Arches and told them this needle was loaded. It still had drugs in it, a lot of it. Um, She said she called Arches twice and she waited hours nobody came so I went and picked it up and I can only imagine how many other needles are lying around like that and that's not only are you risking disease but you're now risking a child overdosing absolutely absolutely and I think one of the things too is with the seasons changing is we have needle debris you know the again the dirty uncapped needles we're getting a whack load of snow coming down and those needles are being covered Absolutely. Right. So a lot of times children, animals, et cetera, are walking through parks and you don't even know what's underneath the snow because needle debris could be covered right now. So what I want to also just finish is there are obviously so many different community issues that Lethbridge is facing right now. And I guess I'd like to ask you as well is what do you think one of the issues that we're not talking about enough could be and that maybe something that we need to start shedding light on? I think we really need to focus on 
our next upcoming generations. If we think we're in a mental health crisis now, it's gonna get way worse. Um, we have children with no parents. We have children being raised by grandparents. We have children born with drug addictions and all kinds of problems. Mm -hmm. We need to pay attention to that because it's gonna get worse. Our children are gonna grow up. They're gonna have problems. I'm, I'm very worried for my kids' generation of young adults. Yeah. It's frightening. Yeah. So you talked about children being born addicted. So we know that there are many pregnant women who are currently accessing the supervised consumption site. Um, it's been all over social media, which is a huge concern for me, especially even ethically is, you know, it's, it's very dangerous when you are allowing a mother to shoot up while she is pregnant because that unborn child is going to be affected. Exactly. by the drugs going through the body. So, I mean, one thing that we're not looking at, again, kind of just in what you're talking about, is the children who are being born withdrawing, going straight to NICU. We have a lot of cases where we've heard publicly that mom has left children and they go straight back to using, right? So I think that's going to be an area that we need to look at is, is there enough resources for next of kins who are coming in and taking kinship of these children who have been born addicted? And are there enough resources to actually help parents, mothers specifically, get off drugs while they are pregnant? It's a huge issue that we're facing and it's a huge issue that we're not talking about. So we like to finish by having solutions. What is your solution to this needle debris crisis in Lethbridge? You know, I, I don't have a full solution. I don't think anybody really does. I think we've all got some good ideas that aren't really being listened to. And we're, we're sticking with trying one thing. We're not expanding. And it's, it's not working. And it's the same complaints in every town that has a consumption site. Absolutely. Exact same complaints. Yep. yep. And I think there's also, there's going to be like, there's a lot of research that's being done, right? Because specifically in Alberta, consumption sites are new. And yet we had so many different research and theories behind how great a consumption site is, but we ultimately don't have enough research yet to be able to show the negative effects of supervised consumption sites in area. Yep. But anyway, I want to thank you for coming on and for sharing your experience and just a huge shout out to everyone who's following us and a reminder to catch us on podcast, on iTunes, on Google Play. And we thank everyone for tuning in with respect to listening to the needle debris that Lethbridge, Alberta is currently facing. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.